This podcast is a segment of the book, Godly Grit, scheduled for publication in late spring or early summer 2021. It will be available at Amazon as a Kindle ebook, in paperback, and as an audiobook. My palms were sweaty, my heart raced, and the muscles above my left eye twitched like an epileptic hummingbird. It was spring in 1975, and I was being interviewed by a committee that would determine my acceptance into medical school. The magnitude of the stress was almost unbearable. My future was in the hands of that small group of interviewers. The stress that day was the stress of perceived imminent danger. Although it was nerve-wracking, I was prepared for that stress. The stress I was not prepared for was the stress that followed that interview. It took eight weeks for the result letters to go to the applicants. There were 650 applicants for only 50 positions. I was not confident that I would be accepted, and I anguished as I waited. What I was experiencing at this point was the stress of uncertainty. My mind raced with different options. What will I do if I'm not accepted? What will I do if I am accepted? What else should I do with my life? My brain felt like a little ping pong ball bouncing from side to side as the time dragged on. In the book of Philippians, chapter 4, verse 6 in the New Testament, we are encouraged by the following words. Do not be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. Wouldn't it be nice to be able to live an utterly worry-free life with no uncertainty or confusion? Unfortunately, life is not that easy to navigate. Life is filled with times of confusion and uncertainty. So let's take a look at this stronghold of the stress of uncertainty. I've been in the healthcare field as either a primary care physician or an addiction medicine specialist for over 40 years. I can say with conviction that health concerns and uncertainty walk hand in hand. Even the terminology that medicine is called a practice means there is lots of room for uncertainty, such as uncertain diagnoses, an uncertain test result, and an uncertain treatment. As a patient, you experience real symptoms, but the cause is often uncertain. To go from the symptom to an accurate diagnosis is often a path that is both confusing and exhausting. You present to the doctor's office with a nagging cough, and you are sent for a chest x-ray. The x-ray reports that a possible abnormality has been detected, and the radiologist recommends that the x-ray be repeated in three months. You are now living with a form of uncertainty that produces terror. Another area filled with uncertainty is the area of finances and financial security. As living gets more expensive every year, how can you ever determine what you may need to retire? As you look at your newborn son or daughter, you have no idea what you will need to send them to college in 18 years, let alone what their first car might cost or how they will ever afford to buy their first house. No matter what you make as an income, 
it feels like it will never be enough. Another area of uncertainty involves our sense of safety. There have always been areas of our communities where we did not feel safe. We felt safe by avoiding those areas while enjoying a sense of safety at school, church, or while attending community events. What has happened to our understanding of security and safety? Uncertainty about our community safety and security has recently become universal. There seems to be no place that feels safe, with reports of school shootings, violent protests, random acts of violence, home invasion robberies, rising distrust of authority figures, and new deadly infectious diseases. I live in a state where it is relatively easy to get a permit to carry a handgun. When I first moved to Oregon in 2006, I interviewed all the patients I saw in two weeks, roughly 200 people. 50% of those interviewed reported they either had a handgun on them or in their car. Many people feel safer in their homes only when they are armed. Where can we go to find safety, security, and peace? Safe places seem to be harder to find. The most significant uncertainty is in relationships, and nothing is more troubling than for a relationship to sour. We define ourselves by our relationships, and it is incredibly alarming to find out that those relationships were not what we thought. Our relationship depends on a lot more than just you, and you do not have control over the other person in the relationship. You never really, with 100% accuracy, know precisely where they stand. That uncertainty can be very stressful. The stress of uncertainty is present to some degree all the time. This type of stress can negatively impact our lives in several significant ways. Firstly, the stress of uncertainty causes a lot of confusion. This confusion can initially be very energetic. If you have a physical symptom, it can lead to hours of internet searching for answers, multiple medical consultations and tests. If the confusion is in the area of finances, it can result in feverish review of investments or taking a second or third job. If the confusion is in relationships, it can result in sleepless nights and hours, days, weeks, months, and years of anxious thought. The worry and fear generated by the stress of uncertainty will eventually burn you out. The uncertainty that plagued you to begin with is still present, but now you have no energy to do anything about it. You burn out and give up. So, if the original uncertainty was in the area of health, you give up and reach for another donut, or beer, or beer and donut. If the original uncertainty was in finance, then you give up and spend all you have today. You think, why bother with a retirement plan that may not be sufficient anyway? If the uncertainty was in the area of relationships, then you might as well give up and do what is best for you. At least, if you abandon relationships to become self-centered, you know the thoughts of the one with whom you are relating. So now I am left overweight, broke, 
insecure and alone. My actions to deal with uncertainty have been not only ineffective, but destructive. At this point, our resilience weakens and there are no tools to deal with the next area of uncertainty that you may have to face today. To avoid a life of despair and isolation, you will have to learn to live with uncertainty. The enemy's lie is that you can and should be confident and sure before moving ahead in your life. The result of this lie is that you end up paralyzed by uncertainty and confusion. To deal with uncertainty, first of all, you have to recognize it. At times, just recognizing something is uncertain and likely to remain uncertain for a while will lessen the uncertainty's power. If you are starting a new job, it is appropriate to feel uncertain and insecure for the first few weeks. Give yourself the freedom to feel unsure and insecure. These feelings will go away quickly if you do not waste your valuable emotional energy fighting what is appropriate and inevitable. The same principle applies in the areas of finance, security, and relationships. Take time to write out the areas of uncertainty in these areas. This exercise may not clear up the uncertainty, but it will go a long way to lessen its negative impact. Now that you have listed the uncertainty areas, what do you do to clear up the confusion? Ask questions, ask for help, and be patient. In the medical setting, it can be helpful to ask for options. There are always multiple diagnostic and treatment paths in medicine. So ask if there are other ways to get a diagnosis or other treatment options. Find a mentor and when necessary, ask for help. Help could come from a medical professional if the uncertainty is your health, a financial planner if the uncertainty is in the area of finance, or a marriage counselor if the uncertainty is in the area of important relationships. There will be times when the troubling uncertainty will just not let go. These are times when there seems to be no answers and the help you get seems insufficient. During this time of overwhelming uncertainty, one may easily slip into a pit of despair or depression. If you are in one of these times, make a habit of being thankful. Get a gratitude journal and discipline yourself to write in it daily. Chances are you will not want to write anything, so force yourself and write a daily list of the things and people you are thankful for. If your stress is in the area of uncertainty, question, clarify, and remain thankful. These times of uncertainty can be times for your trust in God to grow. Follow the example of the psalmist in Psalms 143, verse 8. Let the dawning day bring me revelation of your tender, unfailing love. Give me light for my path and teach me, for I trust in you. You will have periods of uncertainty and confusion and do not believe the enemy's lie that you can always eliminate the uncertainty. Do not let uncertainty destroy your God-given peace. 
Do not allow uncertainty to paralyze you. Use your godly grit, trust God, and keep moving. Find your voice and use it.